Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with J and D. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. I think too what it can be helpful is like bringing it back to yourself as opposed to like those involved like um you know like where you were at with yourself and like how that like those stories in your own mind contributed to like whatever actions you could have done you know like independent of the specific persons involved or people involved but like bringing it back to like the self and the journey with the self Okay, tell me more. I can't tell you more. <laughs> no, but like, okay. You know, so okay. like saying the story from that point of view. Yeah, so you're going to share a story, which is like a journey on how outside perspectives can influence the behaviors or actions that we take as individuals. And it's like in order for us to be able to be like penetrated by these outside perspectives, we have to have, like, we have to be somewhere with ourselves. So like, what did that look like for you? What did being with myself at that time that invoked feelings that was basically to sum it up, like a trigger from outside forces, allowing them to trigger me highlights what you're saying and like what it highlighted within me at that time um, there was someone just being themselves where I go sometimes to uh, work part-time and in them being themselves it invoked feelings within me that were unideal and that was an invitation to go further into myself as we know whatever um, emotions or, or feelings that we experience based off of what we experience in the outer world is simply a reflection of what's happening within us or what needs or is desiring to be addressed. And for me, it was this feeling of like not wanting to put effort or having to put extra conscious effort in showing up from a place of love for someone. It wasn't as mundane or casual as it was with my encounters with others at this job um, because of their desire to connect. So for the most part, I honored that and I utilized that as an opportunity to practice um, showing up from a place of love always, which is what I always desire. But over time, um, that shifted and how, how I showed up in that situation shifted based on um, the circumstances shifting with um, the other person um, that made me feel like our connection and our moments together shared would um, be viewed a certain way that can jeopardize my standing at this job. And because of that, looking within during those moments I've had um the nudges to ask just like plainly like oh like what's going on like I see like this is happening like um like what's the situation 
I've had that go through my mind a few times. And for whatever reason, I felt like um, the conscious mind or like my ego brain would just say like, it's none of my business. Um, So I kept it at that. So I was feeling a little conflicted, like throughout seeing things that um, sparked curiosity within me. I didn't go further in like figuring out what the spark was um, leading me to. And then at the end of it all, uh, because of what was happening um, with the other person, um, the job was going to let them go, which brought further fear to me in, well, how am I going to be perceived being associated with someone that others aren't um, getting along with? Although like it didn't have anything to do with me personally, I let that override um, being a heart-centered person in that moment. And that came forward um, to show me how I was behaving from a hurt place, from a trauma place that related to my childhood. Yeah, and like that's the part to get into, like that fear, um, like allowing the fear of others' perspective to influence the type of actions you took that steered you away from the heart-centered person you desired to be. Mm -hmm. So like in recognizing that, because obviously like there's a lot of times that we can act out of emotion or act from a place of trauma or fear, like that's the root cause driving our behaviors. But how do you even bring the awareness of like, oh, I'm actually doing this because I'm afraid of what others might think of me or I'm afraid of X, Y, and Z fear. So like how can one really sit with getting to the root of um, their behavior if that behavior isn't rooted in truth and love and compassion? Um, So like as what I was curious about like looking into, which I didn't, um, grew it made me question, like, why am I curious about this? Like, why is this coming to mind? But I didn't action on it. Like, I just left it alone. And that in itself could be a fear of, like, not a fear, but, like, not wanting to give it my time of day and just, like, it, whatever. Like, it's not my problem to get into. And wanting to consciously make an effort of not connecting uh, deeper with this person out of like the effort that that would require which didn't come from like being heart-centered in that way um like that this is a much higher perspective like saying it now because in the moment it can just be like oh I just don't want to deal with this you know and it's just because I don't I have other things that I'm dealing with or whatever the case is in my case is like that part-time job is a place where I'm supposed to like just be able to be on autopilot, like go there, do my job and leave. But it was requiring me to show up in the ways that I've been asking the higher power to guide me, to to um, to lead me to show up in this way. So I realized that like through um, reflecting on these little nudges that I was receiving um, and then at the end, like when they let her go, um, seeing her like in that state really connected it for me. Like, wow, I've been, um, actively working to disconnect 
but it's undeniable when seeing it like face to face. It was like facing myself in that way, like facing what I was um, ignoring within myself. It brought um, awareness to what I was um, subconsciously ignoring. And the what you were subconsciously ignor- ignoring, um, like, can it be summed up just so we can get further into that concept of like the fear of being like ostracized or rejected by others, like others perspectives at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. What about it? Like, is that what you would say, like, was what you were avoiding, like, facing within yourself? Like, the importance that you could have put on others' perspectives on you? Um, I feel like it's deeper than that. Like, that's how it showed up. But, like, in terms of believing that everything and everyone shows up into our life to show us something, um, which is all blessings. um, But sometimes it shows up in a form of a lesson. And the way that I feel it showed up in this scenario um, was this person was desiring connection, which is the same thing as not wanting to be rejected or ostracized, wanting to be accepted, um, which can tie into like perception Mm -hmm. and like wanting to like control the narrative so that one is accepted. And it ultimately comes from a desire of wanting love, like the real root of it all. And so to tie that into your question, I don't know how to best tie that into your question, but I feel like that's relevant. Cause yeah, like cause, that... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say like the concept or like the thought pattern of having um, ourselves be like valued or appreciated or loved tied to the perspectives others have for us and then trying to control that perspective you know like that can be a form of manipulation where that is um not like living freely and having giving others the opportunity to receive you in your entirety regardless of who you're associated with or things that you like to do um your religious beliefs your like political view you know like all of those different labels that people can box others and like ostracize them based on it's like finding that balance you know like showing up for others like and allowing our hearts to remain open so that we're not putting others in a box based on who they talk to or things that they like to do and then also for ourselves like giving others the opportunity to receive us without trying to control or manipulate the situation yeah 100,000 percent that's like I feel like that's something that we've been talking about in different facets without really like taking it there. But that's the totality of what that experience brought forward for me. So since that experience, it really highlighted wanting to go deeper into being conscious of to what my truth is. And sometimes that requires me to like slow down, tune into my emotions, like how am I feeling? What is the situation like? bringing out of me what do I really want to do what do I really want to say and like um validating myself that like it's safe to do so and not have fear around what my actions or what I want to say will dictate and how like whatever is happening around me that may like impact feeling safe like yeah. find that safety within myself. 
Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up because, like, as you were speaking before you used the word safe within yourself, like, I kept hearing safety. Like, in order to be able to show up in our, like, in our wholeness and also, like, to receive others in their wholeness, we have to feel safe. So, um, like, when you don't feel safe or, like, you were mentioning the connection, when you begin to disconnect, it's because that safety isn't felt and you're not going to be able to show up as yourself or receive others as themselves because the baseline of connection has been severed through that lack of safety and that can look so different in so many different scenarios so it's really like finding the safety within the self and like the self-confidence and yeah like it's just the connection before the connection to others can be there it has to be like a strong solid foundation and connection to the self yes absolutely especially just because of like all that we've experienced, all the traumas that we have encountered in our life, generational traumas, um, societal expectations, so many things. So it's really like a conscious work in progress and a practice. At least that's what I've been finding from this one example that has inspired recently in my life, which I'm so grateful for because it really brought further awareness to this concept Mm -hmm. and how it lives within me and how I can create um, a deeper safety within myself. Yeah, and it's so, like, it's a really interesting concept because of, like, the different perspectives that we see circulating and how quick people do judge other people and even how we judge ourselves. So, like, it brings the awareness, like, it can really expand the awareness if you allow yourself to, like, be vulnerable with yourself because, like, if you're quick to judge yourself, you know, like that lives within you, you're quick to judge others. So like beginning to heal the self and bringing the awareness where like you're like, it's okay to say like, you know what, I wasn't acting out of love, even though like I want to be a loving, compassionate person or unconditional loving person. In this moment, I wasn't. And like having the, like the guts and the courage to face yourself through that to then allow your awareness to continue expanding and allowing the heart to then heal and expand further. Yeah, it's bringing integration of the shadows into the light body. Yeah, and the accountability. Mm -hmm. Like being a whole person, because it can't all be like love and light when like shadows live within us. Yeah, and it's shadows will always live within us. You know, like uh, earth is a place of duality. So as much light as we have, we have darkness and there's no hiding from that. You know, nobody is above anybody else and nobody can say like, I'm a pure, 100% pure light body. Maybe you can say that. I'm not going to say nobody can, but a lot of us humans that are here journeying through earth, part of our journey is working and integrating the shadow and the light together. And, you know, like doing that from our heart center, which is right in between our upper world and our lower worlds. Um, But I think like just starting off with because I'm like, okay, how can somebody start this? Because like, obviously, there's so much that we can speak about and like it can make sense. But to really empower somebody to take the step to like go inwards and analyze just like, how do I show up for myself? How do I show up for others? Like, what is it that I desire to be? And even right now, I notice like I'm speaking at a faster pace. Um but like wanting to like slow that down and like really feel into the connection and feeling the safety with the self. Yeah, because that is such a major thing. Like for me, when I was um, 
first starting to sit with this concept recently from what you inspired in my personal life. Um, the concept of feeling unsafe within myself came up from how big the feelings were inside of me. So like feeling scared to feel such big feelings, like they can take over me. Mm-hmm. And it's because like they've been living within me for so many years. So it's been constantly manifesting and festering within me. So it's like a like um, when you have like a lot of helium or gas or something in a tank or something and then it like explodes like a balloon. Yeah. And it reminds me of like um, I'm trying to bring like the words to the visualization because it's like, yes, like all of the things that have been living within us that have gone unaddressed for so long, you know, like it's like we're putting makeup like and instead of cleaning the makeup we're like just piling makeup on top of makeup on top of makeup and then at the end of it all or like when you start realizing like oh my god I don't even look like myself anymore you know like let me start wiping this makeup off you're gonna have to really like deep clean your pores because of how clogged they are with all that makeup and then when you deep clean your pores you might start breaking out because you know like your skin is now you're bringing to surface all that has been clogged or if you're um, like cleaning your your system, your digestive system, any type of healing, it's going to be like a messy situation until you <laughs> regulate yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you're juicing, you might and only juicing, you might start like going to the bathroom like crazy, passing parasites, you know, all kinds of stuff before you regulate your system and then you get back to like your normal state of being and it's the same thing like when you're facing these aspects of yourself that you haven't necessarily faced because of those fears or whatever reason that's such a good visual I really like the makeup one because it just feels so relevant to so much of society right now in terms of like social media and like um, how social media correlates to what is real life you know Mm -hmm. And how scary it can be, like, never having seen yourself without makeup for so many years, for so long, metaphorically and, like, literally. But, like, that can be crazy. Yeah, (laughs) and it ties into perspectives, you know, like, those perspectives of how we, how we're trying to control how we look or how we show up on social media so that others can accept us and like us more, Um it's really tied into the same concept that we started speaking about on controlling the narrative or those perspectives that others will have for us. Yeah, when really it's just inviting us to go deeper within ourselves and accept ourselves. Yeah. And that's like such a big task when like so much has happened in our life. So addressing all those things as it comes up so that we can accept ourselves through it and as we like alchemize the shadows and become friendly with them like they're nothing they're they're not going away essentially but it doesn't have to like play an active front and center role in our life like we can be friends yeah and if you can't accept yourself nobody's gonna accept you you know like it starts with that concept and then like your shadows like you're mentioning yeah maybe like They're not going away, but you're tending to them. You're letting them be seen. You're letting them be felt. And that's sometimes all 
that your inner child or like these traumas want, even if it's not inner child and it's generational uh, trauma that you're carrying within your body, maybe your ancestors just want this like pain or this whatever, this aspect of you to be seen and felt and acknowledged. And that really is so simple, but yet so profound in your healing journey. So And I bring that up because I know it's like a lot of times people think of like alchemizing the shadows and like it's said in a way that like once you address the shadow, it magically disappears. But like knowing that that's not the case, it is a part of us. And then just giving the love to it, like as much as you give, like as much as you boost and highlight like, oh, I'm loving, I'm unconditional, like I'm love and light, you know, like giving that same feeling to the other aspect of yourself. Yeah, that's true power. That's like Mm -hmm. true love for real. Yeah, and not being scared that others are going to reject you because you have these aspects to yourself. You know, like I think that again ties into the perspective of others because sometimes we're like ashamed and embarrassed and we feel like, I don't know, like we feel like we're not pure if we take on not take on the title of our shadows but like if we embody our shadows um we can be afraid like oh my god this person's not gonna think I'm pure or you know like I'm not whatever label you have created for yourself and um that's what can like cause us to develop such a fear and like push the shadows really far away Yes, 100%. It comes back to like accepting ourselves and through that acceptance grows our confidence. Through that confidence, we can show up in the world as our true selves and help others do the same for themselves just just by simply like speaking our truth, whether that's the light or the shadows within us and knowing that it's okay because the totality is the fullness of who we are and that's what makes us human and that's what allows us to do what we're meant to do here in a more integrated and connected way because we get it. Thank you for listening. Continue flowing in your own space by simply being. If this resonated with you and you feel called, please be sure to follow us, like, and share. Until next time, wherever you go, give yourself space space to to flow. but I am glad that like we pushed through and recorded and like you know being more vulnerable and honest and like all the things that we've spoken about um because it allows the message to like come across from a more vulnerable and more authentic space Yeah, and it's really answering to the blessings that we're receiving that have been answered prayers. You know, like we're asking to show up like more ourselves without all these other things. And we're giving the opportunity to do that and Mm -hmm. actually uh, accepting the opportunity for what it is. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, it really reminds me of the conversation at the lake. Like, that's what's the image in my mind right now from, like, um, realizing or recognizing, like, the shift in our energy when we know the camera is on because of the, the, like, fear or the perspective of other people. And then now, like, embodying that and acknowledging, like, 
everything like that we said at the lake that day was like oh but we always share like we're humans too but we've never like gone into like detail about like vulnerable I would say like we have shared vulnerable moments but then like the vulnerability aspect with like live time like what we're working through um and how it shows up for us like you know like speaking in that way really instead of saying like oh we're humans we're like showing we're humans yeah beautifully put because when we have shared vulnerable moments it's when those vulnerable moments have passed which is easier to say from like a more integrated place Mm -hmm. but being able to like talk it through while it's being lived really brings forward everything that you just highlighted yeah, because we're not speaking from that place of like, oh, been there, done that. It's like, no, going through this and this is what it looks like. Yeah. And I like that. I like that flow a lot. Like it feels more comfortable and like more true. Yeah. And I feel it's just supportive of everything that we desire. That's what's really been coming forward to me this whole conversation. How these are all answered prayers, just not in the way that I may have envisioned them to come forward. You know, like this is what brings forward abundance because like we're being abundant with ourselves. We're showing up in fullness and that's what abundance is. It's like all areas of life being in a healthy balance and not swaying it one way or the other, but showing like the full spectrum of life. Yeah, because if you're not true with yourself, like just starting with yourself, if you're not true with how you show up and like you are wearing those like pounds of makeup metaphorically or physically, um you're not going to be met with truth you know like anything that you aspire to do is going to be met with some form of illusion um or fear you know like the action is going to be driven by fear because you're holding that fear within yourself that is so delicious i love that so much it's so good juicy (laughs) because it really brings clarity to you know we can have these things that we want but it's like, okay, why isn't that happening? Clearly, it's because of whatever is happening within us, you mm-hmm. know? And it's just so cool because it brings the power back to us and it shows us that, like, we are strong enough. And when we actually show up fully, we're met with that same energy from the external world. It's just so cool to see how everything is truly a reflection and life is actually magic, like, literal, <laughs> literal <laughs> magic for real. <laughs> the real stuff